Hey guys and welcome back to What's the Goss podcast. We are joining you for the first episode of 2024. We hope you all had a great Christmas and we are finally back with a brand new episode for you. And today we are kicking it off with a fan favourite of conspiracy theories. Conspiracy theories. <laughs> Mally, absolutely. I know I do as well, but Mally especially loves conspiracy theories. She's always, always tagging me in them on TikTok. Yeah. Um, we've got some really, really interesting ones today, guys, as well. Um, some of my favourite conspiracies of all time are going to be included in this podcast. And we've worked very hard to compile some of the most shocking ones we could find. And it's a little bit different to what we usually do. But like we say on this podcast, we cover everything. We cover your dilemmas. We cover conspiracy theories, literally everything. Um, So, yeah, we're excited to get into this episode. Hope you all had a fabulous new year. Yes, I'm so excited to get into this. Just to let you guys know as well, me and Sadie are both full of a cold. So if we do sound a bit bunged up, then we do apologise. But it's just that season, isn't it? It's cold season. So... We just gotta, you know. Um... I know. I think everyone I know has a cold right now as well. This block nose has not gone away since the start of December. It's awful. Like I don't know what it is. If it's COVID, if it's a cold, but everyone who I speak to has a cold right now. So if you guys are listening with a cold, I'm sure you can relate to this, and I'm sure a lot of you do have a cold right now. It's just living in the UK, really, isn't it? At this time of year. Yeah. Do you know what? I think the past few years we've all like we've just not really caught anything. Like I don't remember the last time I had a cold because of wearing masks. But now yeah. that no one's wearing masks anymore, it's just like straight back to all illness now. And so many people have COVID as well. Like it's really popular at the moment. Yeah. Have you heard the one conspiracy theory about the common cold, which I do kind of get? Right. Um, you know, a lot of people ask why is there not a cure for the common cold? I'm like, obviously, the kind of scientific reason is because there's so many variations of it. But you would have thought by now they would have come out with something to combat the common cold. However, by the way, this is not one that has been researched for today. This is just things that we know from TikTok and the internet. Um, The conspiracy theory as to why the common cold has not been cured is because of how much money it makes the UK economy every single year. Um, there's so many products out there like Lemzip and cold and flu tablets that just make the economy so much money um, they, they see no reason as to why they should solve it because it generates so much money annually so yeah do you know what but the sad thing is is they say the same thing about the cure for cancer don't they like loads of people believe that somebody has found it but that they just won't release it because it makes the government so much money but I also don't really understand how it makes the government money in this country because like the NHS surely doesn't actually benefit from that. I mean, I don't really understand that conspiracy theory, to be honest. Like, surely morals would outweigh that, like, money in that situation. Because, like, I think one in three people get cancer. So, lovely, happy note to start the year, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Um, it's just illness. It's disgusting. I think we're so susceptible to it in the UK. Do you know, since I had COVID, like, two years ago... I have gotten significantly sicker every winter. Like I've had so many colds and every single person I know that's had COVID has said their immune system went to absolute crap after COVID. I never used to get ill and I'm ill all the time. So maybe that's another conspiracy theory. Maybe the COVID happened so that we'd buy more lemons up and generate the more money. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> <Let's go. laughs> all right, guys. So jumping straight into it anyway. Um, we have got some interesting ones today. We've got some pop culture ones, but we've also got some 
um, sort of like historical ones. So this conspiracy theory is the Avril Lavigne. Co- <laughs> the Avril Lavigne. I can't say her name. Lavigne. <laughs> Avril Lavigne conspiracy theory. Okay, so basically, the conspiracy is that Avril Lavigne. I can't. Oh, why am I chose the name? I can't say. Levine. Avril Levine. Avril Levine, right. The conspiracy is that Avril Levine died in 2003 and was replaced by a like a body double, like a you know, like a basically like a replica. So a Twitter user who claims to be a 17-year-old high school student and has more than 13,000 followers detailed the claim in a thread which has since been liked and retweeted since been liked and retweeted nearly a quarter of a million times in total in the thread they alleged that singer took her, that the singer took her own life in late 2003 after her grandfather's death the theory says because her supposed death occurred at the peak of her career ms levine's record company hired a lookalike known as melissa vandala to impersonate her Vandella was reportedly recruited beforehand to pose as the Canadian singer for paparazzi. The theory continues. So, basically now, I thought, well, that's just a bit ridiculous. Like, of course that's not happened. Like, people say that about, like, a few celebrities, don't they? Like, I've heard them say that about Michael Jackson. Yeah. Um, different ones. Like, I think that it's gone around a lot about a lot of people. Um, and to be fair, I feel like this is one of those conspiracy theories, like, I'm not sure if I believe it, but we'll talk what we'll do with the conspiracy theories at the end of each one. We will rate them out of 10 for believability. Oh, I like that idea. Yeah, definitely. I've actually seen the photos, like, comparing these uh, exactly. two people. Yeah. It's insane because it's not even, you can't really argue that it's an age thing because I'm sure that there's a very small date range in which Avril supposedly has very different uh, like physical appearance, like different features on her face, like a slightly different eye colour. And yeah. obviously you could argue that that could be plastic surgery, it could be age, but how could this drastic difference happen in such a short space of time? Exactly. Key points for this conspiracy theory that lead people to believe that this is true are that her handwriting and signature are different, that the freckles on her arm are in a different place, that her height was quickly updated on Google, that her voice is different and she looks different. So, like, when they say she looks different, they mean her nose is different, her eyes and her jawline. Like, her inner... um, What do they call the inner bit? The inner um, tear duct of her eye looks like a completely different shape. Like, her eyes looked quite... um, sort of triangular before and like quite fox eye and then they went to more like an oval shape yes definitely that looks very different and the main thing that I find really weird about this conspiracy theory is that she did a photo shoot with with the word Melissa drawn on her hand right photo shoot with literally holding up her hand like holding up her um, hand and on the back of her hand Melissa was written in black pen and it's not edited or anything that was a genuine photo shoot that she did and the supposed girl who replaced her was called Melissa so what is that all about 
oh my god how bizarre anybody who is not like driving right now or who's in the safe place to look at their phone i strongly urge you to get on your phone right now and google the photos from avril living conspiracy because like i feel like you can't understand what we're saying until you see these photos for yourself like it definitely sounds like we're making these things up as in the the uh the spots on her arm genuinely it is completely bizarre and i think that this is one of the most popular pop culture conspiracies and yeah it was because she was suffering from extreme depression because her grandma passing away so um, i do kind of get that you know obviously it was in the height of her height of her career so it is very it is partly believable so on the believability score i'm probably gonna go for like maybe like a seven on this one because i just think there's a lot of evidence and like you said that thing with the melissa thing on her arm is really odd I do find this one weird, but then I just don't really believe that her family would be happy to like not be able to mourn her death because like to the public eye she's still alive. I just feel like that's really disrespectful if they did that and very immoral and like what are the legal sort of like grounds behind doing that? I don't think that would be legal, like no matter how much money you have, surely the record company wouldn't like care that much, you know what I mean? Like if somebody literally died. So yeah, but you've also got to think how much money she was generating. You know, families in Hollywood, you see the things that they do for the money and also using their kids um, for fame and uh, financial gain. I guess with all of these conspiracy theories, there is always going to be a possibility that it's true. As like as crazy as they are, there's always going to be a possibility. And obviously, like the truth isn't always black and white. So there could be some truth to like some of these conspiracy theories, but they might not be you know exactly right um which is why they're a conspiracy obviously so i'm honest i know this is my own conspiracy theory but for this one i'm gonna have to give it a four out of ten because i just don't really believe that they would have got away without all these years and that they would have morally done that no matter the money i think they would have been like called out for it it's a bit of a stretch to say about the freckles like the freckles on her arm i wouldn't really consider that um proof of anything the signature and handwriting, I feel like that could be explained as well. Like people's signature and handwriting does change over time. Her height being updated on Google, I don't really think that's a plausible reason. Like anybody could have done that. Her voice is different and she looks different. Um, I do think that's true. But then again, with age and like as somebody who does sing as well, I know that you can very easily change your voice like to, to sound however you want to sound especially if you're a talented singer like she is. So she could have very easily just thought like, no, I'm not going to sing in that pitch anymore. I'm going to sing in this pitch or I'm going to like sing in this accent. Like it's it's quite easy to do. So I don't think that's enough evidence to prove that she literally killed herself and was replaced by a body double. So the, the only thing that I find very bizarre is the photo shoot that she did with the word Melissa drawn on her hand, especially because Avril Lavigne actually denies these claims. Like she's she's addressed it before and she's said like this is ridiculous and it's not true. So it's not like she was trying to feed into it like um, for attention with that photo shoot. It was at a completely different time to like when this conspiracy was around. So yeah, very bizarre, but. I don't know yeah I think it's gonna have to be four out of ten I just don't think they would have got away with it yeah that's so true I think um 
it's crazy and maybe one day we'll get like a tell uh documentary series or th- i know this probably if it is true this woman melissa would have had to sign some crazy contracts you're basically signing your life away to impersonate someone else for your entire life but imagine yeah. one day in about 20 years we get this tell all documentary about how she managed to pull off you know becoming avril levine that would be crazy and the thing is as well that people say is weird is like this melissa girl just totally disappeared from social media one day like one time she had a social media presence and then the next day she was like gone from the internet and like no one's seen her in years so it is a bit strange but then maybe she just had enough of these rumors and like just wanted to live a quiet life you know what i mean there's just a few things that in this conspiracy that like make the whole situation look very suspicious but they probably easily explained to be honest oh very true so the next conspiracy theory okay so you may have heard about this and i kind of have an interesting backstory about how i kind of got introduced to this uh conspiracy theory in the first place is the 15 minute city conspiracy i think this is going on prominently in america and in the uk right now but especially the uk so when i was in swansea i think it was about last year i was just walking around swansea with my sister and there was this massive march going on and loads of banners saying, um, you know, 15 minute city with like a big X through it, like a big red X. And I'd never heard of a 15 minute city. So I was a little bit curious. So we were kind of, um, we kind of like lingered around there for a little bit until a woman approached me and she said, um, I can't remember the entire entire conversation, but she said, oh, have you heard of 15 minute city? And we you know we're, we're boycotting it. And she kind of explained to me what it was. And I was like, oh, that's really interesting information. And she kind of walked off. She said, what are you walking off for? This is going to impact your city. She started full on shouting at me. And I was like, I have no idea what's going on. So I ended up going home and doing a bit of research myself. So for anybody who doesn't know, a 15 minute city is like an urban planning concept where all amenities, so like schools, shops, doctors, are available within a 15-minute walk or bike ride from your current place of residence. So imagine being in a town or a city and everything you need is within a 15-minute walk or bike ride. Not a car journey, uh, it has to be a walk or a bike ride. So um, in COVID-19, this conspiracy came up, it rose, claiming that it was all part of a global plot to allow governments to control their populations. So... A lot of people do agree with the idea of a 15 minute city because it does sound, you know, great having everything you need within a very small area. But what's kind of added fuel to the fire in this theory in recent years are a few different things. There's, um, you know, the, let me have a look what it's called. Um, what is it called? Ah, that's what it's called. So um, it's called clean air zones, like in Bristol and London. So that's kind of added fuel to the fire a bit where they're finding drivers up to £8 a day to drive in these areas, which are supposedly high in carbon emissions. And if they refuse to pay or if they haven't paid prior, it's £60 fine. So this, uh, a lot of people believe that these fines and all of these regulations are the government trying to keep them in their own areas, in their own 15-minute city. So they're not able to leave and they're more controlled. There's surveillance everywhere. So... Yeah, yeah. In recent months, there's been a lot of protests against the measures introduced by the councils across the UK to lower speed limits and bring in low traffic neighbourhoods. So this is also 
Uh, you know, the most recent regulations that have been brought in by the Welsh Government, all of the 20 mile an hour zones, this has also contributed to this. It's supposed to, it's meaning that, what have I written here? Yeah, I heard about that and how like it's all done. Like I heard the rumours when and the conspiracies when the 20 mile an hour limit came out in Wales was that they were trying to apparent. Well, I remember Katie Hopkins, she basically went on to whatever platform she uses. I saw it. um, I saw someone had screen recorded it on on TikTok and they basically it was basically a video of her saying that this whole 20 mile an hour zone is um, to make it as inconvenient as possible for you to drive a car. Because eventually they want to stop people from like owning their own belongings and a car would be a big part of that. They want to like take that away from people um, and make people use like public transport and make people rely on that more. Which, yeah. which obviously like I know a lot of people don't like Katie Hopkins and she said some like really awful stuff. But like her most recent opinions aren't as bad and I feel like she's kind of calmed down a bit with like the fat shaming and everything. I agree. Um, <laughs> not as bad as she used to be and some of the stuff she says is actually like um you know it's quite interesting I do think she's quite um she's a bit of an extremist in her opinions um and I don't really I don't believe half the stuff she says but I do find it interesting to listen to what she says um and see in the future whether any of it is true or not but yeah I have heard about this 15 minute thing and apparently there was like um, actual plans drawn up by like London's London City Council or something um, for this type of thing and like I was under the impression that this was actually going to be implemented in London I didn't even think it was a conspiracy anymore but I don't think there's actually been any official confirmation of that so maybe it is still a conspiracy. So I think the 15 minute cities like you said they are being implemented but I think more in a way that they're going to be improving facilities in smaller regions of cities if that makes sense like more doctor surgeries and more schools on the outskirts of cities so that people aren't needing to commute into like centers of cities but I think what a lot of people are conspiring is the reasons behind why they are doing this that they want to monitor where we go that they want us to be under surveillance and that they want us to stay in our small region there um, and that's where I think people are um, you know coming up with these conspiracies um, let me just get this bit. So a lot of people are saying, I was actually having a scroll through some of the comments on the 15 minute, uh, 15 minute city conspiracies. Some people were saying you won't be able to use your own car on certain roads and highways without the government's permission and consent. So that was on Instagram on a recent video. Um, and then someone else said you'll be constantly monitored by surveillance cameras to ensure you don't leave your designated residential zone without being authorised to do so. So I think that what it is more so is people are just believing that the government wants to control where we go, what we do, you know, where we spend our money and that they want us to kind of stay where we are. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I, um, something I saw about that conspiracy as well was that they were going to put like cameras that recognize your number plate like on each end of this 15 minute zone so you wouldn't be able to actually leave that 15 minute zone um whenever you wanted to like you wouldn't be able to you'd only be allowed to do it like once a week or once a month or something so even say not like your mum lived outside of that 15 like minute zone you wouldn't be able to go and see her like that's the kind of thing people were saying was going to happen which does sound extremely radical and how they'd be able to implement this without without literal chaos I don't know but then the government are very clever about the way they do things and they wouldn't do it all in one go that's the thing is like they slowly implement different things and you don't realize like the bigger picture and then eventually like you realize what's happened but I don't know if they'd ever actually pull that off 
people not being able to leave. I don't think it would be as black and white as this conspiracy. I think it would be a lot more, um, a lot more like, you know, small print, if you know what I mean. Like you might get fines and you might have to pay like clean air zones. Like they'll make it seem as if it's for the environment, but really it's like to control you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and that's one thing that I'm 100% not for as well, is finding the everyday person for small things like that when you could be taxing these big companies, these big oil firms that are operating in Paul Talbot with this, like, you know, so for anyone who doesn't know, uh, there's a place in Wales, which we always call, we always call the pollution capital of Wales, place called Paul Talbot, any person in Wales will know it. You're driving through, uh, there's actually an average speed zone there. We're not allowed to drive over 50. And it also says pollution kills. That's the reason why there's such a, uh, such a you know, speed, speed limit there. Yeah. You look over to the right-hand side of the road and you see all of these, like, massive, you know, const- what is it? Like, uh, oil... Like, huge, like, yeah. Like, yeah, huge with chimneys pumping out black smoke. And then you're, you're literally restricted to driving... 50 miles an hour because apparently it's going to pollute the planet well it i do you know what when i first saw that i didn't even question it because i thought oh they're trying to like they're trying to stop it from getting worse like they're trying to even it out a little bit but then it is kind of ridiculous because i think the best thing to do would just be to stop those factories wouldn't it rather than getting people to drive 50 mile an hour and if you're from wales as well you'll know it's one of those 50 mile an hour zones where you actually can't do more than 50 that you will get caught it's like the most notorious place for like speeding ever everyone knows when it's coming up you're literally you're literally watching your speedometer like so closely i honestly drive about 40 through there just in case it like ticks over by one because you will get a ticket there's cameras everywhere Yes, exactly. There's another one actually. Really, I'm not sure if you've driven from Bristol lately, but there's actually one really close to the airport as well about pollution, and it's just outside of the airport. And I'm like, yeah. how ridiculous is this? Why are you finding us? Which... Anyway, obviously, like the claim is, um, like 15 minute cities. They're designed to restrict people's movements, increase government surveillance, and infringe on our individual rights. Um. But from the government website, on their section that they have about uh, 15 minute cities, they actually say the urban planning concept is simply about building more compact, walkable cities where people are less reliant on cars. And I do sort of agree with that in a way. You know, I'm all for building better infrastructure in more sort of deprived areas because I, I grew up in a town where, you know, there was there was no shops, there was no doctors, there was a bus that came like a few times a day. Um, and you know I think everything it would be great if I could have walked to the shops if I could have walked to the doctors and my school was in the same village as me but it wasn't and I think a lot of people who don't drive or a lot of people in cities don't have cars anyway this would be ideal for them but I think that when you look into the more uh, you know reasonings as to why this may be because obviously it will cost a lot of money to build these schools these doctor surgeries you think well why are they doing it uh, it could be because they want to you know monitor us more but if, if it was just about getting more facilities in the area, I would be all for it. Yeah, 100%. And I just think, yeah, it, I guess the thing with conspiracy theories is it's people always wanting to believe that there's a darker sort of alternative motive behind these things. And I don't know. I think it's definitely good to have your wits about you and to question things. But some of the conspiracy theories that you hear are a little bit far-fetched, aren't they? Like... 
I know, and I'm just thinking, like, when I was in Swansea, there are people rioting and protesting about this. I'm like, what is going on? I want, a, like, a, a shop by me and a doctor's surgery by me. Like, what? Uh, that would be nice. But can I say, sort of mid, this is a bit of a random one. Is there any kind of, like, big conspiracy that you believe that you think other people, like, don't believe? Because I have a very controversial one. Oh, you go ahead while I think. <sighs> right. Now, my mum is actually going to kick off when she hears me like publicly announce this because she thinks I'm mental for thinking this. <laughs> but I don't believe that they went to the moon. I have heard this one. Yeah, I just don't believe them. <laughs> I just... It's, one of, it's not something I've like researched loads, but based on the government and like the things they've lied about and the evidence and everything the evidence the video the way the flag is blowing like everything i just personally just don't believe they went to the moon i just don't see what the benefit would be to doing that and the fact they've done nothing with it like it's quite close to us compared to other you know like Mars things and they've just what have they actually done like they just went up for a laugh do you think they've gone since the first moon landing like do you think they've been since you know the most recent uh, moon landings I don't know to be honest I feel like it's not spoken about enough like they've only like supposedly they've been to the moon that one time America was the first people there and then recently like India went did they or something like that um yeah but like where was that was that just like not on the tv because I honestly barely heard anything about it like why was it so casual oh yeah we just like went to the moon when was the moon landing? Hold on. I don't... Do you know what? I honestly can't... No, this sounds harsh. I'm not saying I can't wait for Neil Armstrong to die, but, like, <laughs> I kind of... Like, he needs to die in my lifetime because I need to know, like, on his deathbed, I honestly feel like he's going to confess that, that, that he didn't go to the moon. Like, I honestly... Think so it was the moon landing was in 1969. And to me, like, not necessarily thinking about landing on the moon, but... That would be a really good time in American history to say that they went to the moon for like morale, because like the sixties and seventies, that's a very like American time. Like, oh yeah, look at us, we're the best country in the world. Like, wow, we've just gone to the moon. Like, that would be a great time to launch something like that for like patriotism. Not patriotism, is that yeah? Patriot, patriot. Oh, I don't know. Is that right? Yeah, that's the right word. Yeah, patriotic. Yeah. I do. definitely. I feel like I've got not much of an like I haven't really got much to back this opinion up. It's just sort of like one of those stupid opinions that I've got. I wouldn't like take it to my I wouldn't like die over this opinion. I wouldn't literally like go to war over this opinion and like you know, I wouldn't start a debate with like a professional like you know, like scientist about this. But if we're just sort of throwing around things that we don't believe then I do think I do have doubts about it. I'm not saying that I couldn't be like swayed the other way, but I do have my doubts about whether they landed on the moon. And I know it sounds absurd, but it's just like one of those things that everyone just believes. And it's like, why? You don't believe, you literally think Avril Lavigne has a fucking body double, but you you believe they went <laughs> to the moon. Like, huh? <laughs> what do you mean? So true. Oh, I love that. Okay, guys. So moving on after that big controversy there, I'm going to get... I'm gonna get cancelled for that one. <laughs> Comment um on our Instagram if you don't believe they landed on the moon, and I'll add you. <laughs> Starting a movement. <laughs> right. So my next conspiracy is one I feel like a lot of people would know about. 
And this is the Titanic conspiracy. So there's a couple that I'm just going to go over. I'm not going to go over them in a huge amount of depth because I just want to have a conversation about it, really. So the first conspiracy is that JP Morgan, the owner and inventor of the Titanic, planned the Titanic accident to kill his rivals. So all three of his rivals, which were like big businessmen and investors, they were all on the Titanic and they all died. And JP Morgan himself was actually going to be on the Titanic, but he pulled out last minute. Is that a coincidence or did he purposely, you know, put himself forward as if, oh, yeah, it's like, you know, it's like pretending to drink a spiked drink and then giving it to someone. Do you know what I mean? It's like, oh, yeah, it's all fine. And then like last minute you're like backing out of it. Um, Oh, interesting one. Did he do that? So that's the first conspiracy. The second conspiracy, which is one I would say is quite a well-known one is that the titanic never sank and that it was insurance fraud so it's not the fact that they think oh no the titanic like didn't sink basically what they're saying is that they think the titanic was switched with a similar boat called the olympic you may have heard of this one before because it's quite a popular one so they think that the titanic was actually the olympic um, and the Olympic had previously been damaged um, sailing somewhere. I can't remember where. And it had just been fixed, but it wasn't like properly fixed, I don't think. I think there were still problems with it. Um, and obviously it was a big ship, like it cost a lot of money. Um, so they basically believe that he swapped them and then sank it to make a profit. Like he sacrificed all those lives to be able to like claim it on the insurance. Um I don't know. I, I don't know about that one. I think that's a bit absurd. But that is conspiracy theory nonetheless. What I would have to know is how much money did they get from the insurance versus how much did they have to pay the families in compensation? Because yeah. obviously, yeah. if you know, if somebody dies on a ship, you've got to pay them compensation. How much money would you have to pay for all of those people who died on the Titanic? Like Probably. If there was a massive never... difference. I've never actually heard whether they had compensation. I've never looked into that. But to be fair, when I was re- researching these conspiracy theories, I was looking at the points for like why they wouldn't be true as well, yeah, for and against. And one of the one of the ones you're you are completely right in saying that because one of the points that was raised was the fact that actually they didn't make any money from it at all. Like they actually cost them money. This incident. Um, something like the insurance it was basically just saying like the insurance didn't even cover the cost of like everything etc so I, yeah they think I, going yeah. forward have really big like financial consequences to like nobody would really want to go on their boats again <laughs> yeah exactly oh also we didn't we didn't rate the um 15 minute city one for believability what would you say it was oh um you know what i'm gonna give that one like this is a difficult one because it is likely that if I don't know. Right. This was really difficult because I don't know if there is an agenda behind it, but I also think there is an agenda behind everything. So for that, I would probably give it like a five. I agree. I would actually, I can see that happening in a very futuristic world. I would give that one a seven. Yeah. I can see it happening. I don't think it's a ridiculous thing to assume, even if it wasn't as like sort of dark as some people think it is. I can see them doing that for sure. Like, over time and back to the titanic conspiracy yeah so those are the main two conspiracies that number one they the two boats were switched and then it was 
um, sank for insurance purposes or that it was just switched like as a bit of a scam, if you know what I mean, because it wasn't as nice of a ship. It did have problems and like, you know, that kind of thing. Or obviously that he tried to kill his rivals and like obviously was successful with that. Another one that I've heard as well is that, you know, they purposely crashed, the captain purposely crashed, the, the captain committed suicide, like, on, like by crashing into it, etc. Like, there's loads of different conspiracies surrounding it. And there is something a little bit off about it. Obviously, everyone always says, like, how did he not see the iceberg, etc. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. I think it's such a big event, so obviously there's so many conspiracies surrounding it. I just want to know. I don't think we'll ever know what's sort of true with that one either. It's been no. like, when was it? Uh, 1914, I think, I'm sure it sank. So it's been like over 100 years. I wish something would come to light by now if there was something like that. Yeah, I mean, exactly. I don't think we'll ever know. Everyone who's been on the Titanic is like probably dead by now, aren't they? Yeah, I think the last person died like two years ago, I'm sure. So, ooh, and you know the funny thing when you type in Titanic, it literally comes up with the film first. It doesn't even come up with the like the actual Titanic. Oh my god, that brings me to a conspiracy theory that I do believe in. Okay, so I'm sure you've heard about this one. It's the Walt Disney's head frozen uh, oh. versus the frozen film. I believe yeah. this one so much. Right. So for anyone who doesn't know, I'm saying this with right now, I'm saying this without doing any research on this because you've just like brought something into my head that I 100% believe in. So I've heard this one. There is a conspiracy theory that Walt Disney has had his body and head frozen in the event that they will be able to bring him back to life in future. Mm. So many people know about this and it is like, it's kind of like a widely known Fact. I would say it's cryogenics, like a... yeah. Yeah, like, like a thing, actual thing. Like you can have your body and head frozen in hopes that the medicine will be there to like bring you back to life. I don't think that's a conspiracy. I think that's true. But is it confirmed that he actually did this or is that still a conspiracy? So I remember when I was younger, even watching like I can't remember what program it was. It was either Disney Channel show or like a Nickelodeon show where they kind of made reference to Walt Disney being frozen. And I'm sure, like, just it's widely known, and it's a widely known conspiracy that he he is frozen somewhere. Mm-hmm. And this, if you Google, like, cryogenics, or well, how did you say it again? Um, I think it was cryogenics. I'll have to cryogenics, check. that's it, yeah. Cryogenics, it will always come up with something to do with Walt Disney, and, like, he was the first sort of celebrity to do it. So... So many people over the years had been Googling Walt Disney frozen, like frozen head, frozen body. If you search now Walt Disney frozen, it will only come up with the film called Frozen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and a lot of people say that this is to kind of distract the people. And, you know, now they can't really find out too much about it without going into in-depth research. Um for yeah. me personally, I do believe that like he is frozen. That is hundred percent true. I know that that I reckon a lot of celebrities will end up doing that. Like I can imagine like Chris Jenner doing that in future. <laughs> but um, in terms of like, I think that the name Frozen for the film was probably put there to distract people from that. But I also think that the film Frozen was not made for that reason. I think the film Frozen was made because there was kind of a want for like a wintry sort of Disney princess thing. It just kind of helped that it was called Frozen in a way. 
So for me, I believe that one definitely. Um, yeah, believe yeah. I'd say so. I think it could be possible that obviously they wrote that film and then thought, yeah, let's call it that because it would. It, I mean, it's not out of again, it's not out of the realms of possibility that they would write that film purely just to take away take away attention from the conspiracy. Because yeah. to be fair, I don't know what the harm is in people thinking that he was frozen. Like, I'm not sure why they want they would want to cover that earth if there was any, like, negative sort of uh, repercussion or backlash from that rumour. I don't know, I guess. I don't know, I guess maybe some people don't believe in it and maybe that would cause a bit of a stir. I'm not sure. I guess it could go against, like, religious beliefs and things. Um, but I don't know. Or maybe just because they were worried that someone was going to, like, try and get it, like, get his body or something. I I really don't know what their worry would be about people finding that out. Um, but, yeah, I can I can kind of see how that could be true. I would, I would give that probably, like, a 6 out of 10. Yeah, definitely. I think I've believed this one for, like, kind of my whole life. So I think that's why it's kind of contributed to it. But, yeah, yeah. I'm going to give that one maybe, like, maybe, like, an 8 out of 10. Mainly because I 100% believe he is frozen. I don't believe that they made the movie for that if that makes sense I, I wouldn't put it past them because I, I think a lot of films and things are made like for that kind of reason like yeah I, I don't know there was um there was something I saw on TikTok actually it was about this film that's come out recent no I don't know if it was recently but it's about like the end of the world or something it's got some big actors in it and in one of the scenes there's two kids and one is wearing an obey or obby i thought it was pronounced obby but it's obey an obey t-shirt and the other one's wearing a nasa t-shirt and they're standing next to each other and Uh, this is uh the one with julia roberts yeah i've seen this and apparently nasa start their countdown with minus t i don't know what that means but apparently they start their countdown with minus t and if you add t to nasa and swap the letters around it spells out satan so they think that this was like some sort of uh, imagery for like um satan worshipping or like the devil like worshipping the devil and stuff because there was like an obey obey nasa could mean like obey the devil if you know what i mean i again i think that's a bit of a stretch i think i think people are missing the point with that film like it was showing like loads of teslas in that film and everything and like the kids are wearing branded t-shirts i haven't seen the film but to me it looked quite obvious to be like almost like a bit of a mockery of like the capitalisticness of this world and like how they're just like wearing branded t-shirts and like the end of the world is basically like going down there's like teslas everywhere it just seemed like a bit of a mockery really rather than um some devil worshipping stuff but there's the whole pizza gate thing as well which i haven't bothered to even get into this episode because that's just a whole episode on itself but a, a surrounding pizza and like child pedophile rings and stuff and like the imagery of the pizza being like the illuminati and this kind of thing it, the whole thing kind of like is so much that i honestly just like avoid reading about it because it's so complicated and like i just find it very far-fetched but some people genuinely believe it I don't know what I'm hearing right now. Pizza and paedophile rings and the Illuminati. Yeah. I'm so confused. I haven't heard anything about you, this. You need to type in like Pizzagate. Type in Pizzagate and you'll find out this huge conspiracy theory about celebrities being part of the Illuminati and um, the Illuminati being like this big um, group of like, Im- you know, really important people with loads of money and power and how it's like they're all like into like dodgy stuff and one of those things being like, you know, 
paedophile rings and stuff and obviously the shape of a pizza is like a triangle which is like the illuminati triangle and there's loads of videos of like and celebrities and things of like celebrities talking about pizza eating pizza holding like their covering one of their eyes like Katy perry rihanna they've all been known to like cover one of their eyes in like um you know in a performance or on an album cover and apparently that's like a sign of like worshipping the Illuminati and everything. Oh, how bizarre. I'm definitely yeah. going to do some reading up on that after this episode. That on another episode. But I need a whole day to look into that because it's just overwhelming the amount of information there is out there. But that's an interesting <laughs> one. But yeah, on the Titanic note, um, I would probably give the Titanic one out of 10 for believability. Um uh, the fact that he did it to kill his competitors it wouldn't surprise me like that he put them all on a boat even if it wasn't to sink them it would just be kind of like convenient to have them all in one place and like know where they were at every moment because it's his boat that would be quite convenient um for believability though i'm gonna have to give it a four out of ten because i just don't believe that they would sacrifice that many lives like i know there's some horrible people out there and they care about money but there was money lost in this and there was lives lost in this and his reputation was completely lost in this so like what the hell was there to gain yeah 100% I'll give it like a 3 out of 10 but like you said the one with the competitors is the most believable out of the three because I 100% understand that side of it but like also that's a hell of a lot of sacrifice to make just to get rid of three people exactly I'm sure there would have been an easier way if he had that much money to like yeah. get rid of them you know so yeah again a four out of ten for that one okay so more of like a light note pop culture theory this Ooh. one's been doing the absolute rounds on tiktok in the past few days this is the theory that courtney kardashian's son rain doesn't actually belong to her ex-boyfriend scott disick and it's actually justin bieber that has fathered this child so yeah. Originally, a few days ago, Mally tagged me on this in tick on this. Mally tagged me in this on TikTok, <laughs> and I was like in shock, like I was gobsmacked. Um, so according to theories, Rain was actually conve- uh, conceived by Justin Bieber while her and Scott were going through a rough patch. So last Thursday, Courtney Kardashian posted a series of photos from the most recent ski trip and included one of her son Rain sledging with sledging with her. Courtney's Instagram post was flooded with comments about how they couldn't get over how much Rain looks like Justin Bieber. So the comments were kind of along the lines of Rain looks a lot like Justin Bieber. Wait, his son looks identical to Justin Bieber. And like I say, if you're not driving right now, because I know a lot of our listeners listen listen to us in the car. Look at your phone and search up photos of Rain Disick because the resemblance to Justin Bieber is actually uncanny. And if you kind of look at comparisons to Mason Disick, who is Kourtney Kardashian's other son, to Rain, it's just like they look nothing like each other at a young age. And I kind of understand that. Some kids follow their, their father, some kids follow their mother. But Rain is so, so similar to Justin Bieber, which is bizarre. So... It's kind of easy to say that, oh, they look like Justin Bieber. But when you actually do some digging on this theory, some things actually come out. So Mason, Courtney's son, is 14. Penelope is 11. And obviously Rocky, the babe, the new baby, has like come out like two months ago. So 
Rain's birthday is December the 14th, 2014, meaning that he was conceived around nine months prior in March of 2014. So this is a huge part of their relationship that they were having issues. It's when Scott was going on a bender. There were reports of him going up with models like what he was not supposed to be doing. So yeah. anybody who's watched Keeping Up with the Kardashians in the past know that Courtney and Scott had such a rocky relationship. But during this part, they were actually kind of on a break. Scott was seeing models and then obviously Courtney was kind of seeing other people, but they were kind of, just, they were just on a break. So, yeah. And there's been photos of her and Justin Bieber together. Like she always claimed they were good friends and that there was nothing going on between them. I think there was an Ellen interview where she actually asked like, oh, you and Justin Bieber. And then, or like, I don't know if she asked Courtney or if she asked Justin, but he, they were like, oh no, we're like, we're just friends. But it just seemed really awkward. And like, there was definitely more to it. And yeah, when you see the photos, it honestly looks so much like Justin. Like Scott Disick and Justin Bieber, like they don't look similar, but they're not miles apart. It's not like Tristan and Justin Bieber. Like they're, you'd obviously know if it wasn't his child, you know what I mean? But yeah it, they do look like scarily similar and like sorry but what would be stopping Justin Bieber and Courtney from sleeping together like come on yeah during late uh late 2014 there were rumors that Courtney and Justin Bieber were romantically involved and had been hanging out for months so they were seen on multiple dates together they'd been seen kissing and uh, none of this was really photographed which is what makes me a bit a little bit like what but they were seen actually photographed and just like walking around in public together. So suspicions rose massively that they were in a romantic relationship. And obviously the dates kind of line up. If Rain was born in December, uh, that would mean he was like conceived in about March. So it's likely they could have been, you know, hanging out during that time. Mm-hmm. So um, let me have a look at this. So... Uh, so Scott Disick had quite a bit of an issue when Rain was younger because Rain had quite a lot more lighter features and looked more like a child that could have been fathered by Bieber than Disick. This was an issue for him and part of the reason he allegedly asks Courtney Kardashian for a paternity test in 2017. This was for Rain only. Um, so this was actually denied by here. So Courtney said, hold on, let me get this. So these reports were never confirmed by Courtney, but a source did insist that Disick had grown suspicious of Rain's paternity and Courtney Courtney refused to take the test. Okay, that is interesting. Refusing to take the test is a bit strange. I mean, it's obviously up to her, it's her body. If she knows that it's his child and that this is a ridiculous allegation, then I can understand that she might like decline just out of like pride. But I mean, if he was genuinely, genuinely concerned, and like it is his child supposedly, so that why not just take the test? So there was one more thing that kind of like pushed allegations a little bit further. So in December 2014, there was a, a photo posted on Justin Bieber's Instagram. Uh, it was his back, and there was a girl with jet black hair, just like Courtney, around the same height, grabbed onto his sort of neck. Like she, they were kind of in a hug, but her hands were around his neck with like a Ferrari in the background. The caption was, Lord knows. So this is the month that Rain was born in December 2014. And for anybody who knows Scott Disick, he often refers to himself as Lord Disick. This is kind of his title. This is his Instagram handle, everything, everything to do with him is like a Lord. And uh, obviously the caption was Lord knows. And that can kind of be shown as a dig towards Scott Disick as well. So 
there's a lot of things here that kind of line up like the declined paternity test this instagram post the relationship lining up with the rough patch and courtney and Justin Bieber being seen together um i would say like marley said there's not a massive amount of difference and the thing that would make me question if this conspiracy theory was real is if you also look at photos of Scott when he was younger, Rain does look quite similar to him as well. You know, it's like it's like a white, uh, white guy with brown hair. Like it's not, it's not that much different. But mm. you know, there are a lot of things here which do make you question it. Yeah, I, I, you know what? I do think out of all of them, this is one of the most believable because it's not out of the realms of possibility for this to be true. I do, you know, if they were seen kissing in public, what are the chances that they slept together? They're probably quite high chances. What are the chances that she got pregnant? Again, probably quite high. If her and Scott were on a break, she could have come off contraception or something. You never know. Maybe she accidentally got pregnant with Justin Bieber's child. You just, you never know. But whether he knows this or not, I don't know. I feel like if it was his child, um, the, there's no way Chris Jenner would ever let that slip. Like, they would 100% take it to the grave that it was Scott Disick's child. So I feel like Justin Bieber wouldn't know because I don't think he'd be happy to just, like, not see his child, etc. So I think if this is true, then Justin Bieber probably doesn't know either and it's, like, genuinely a family secret for the Kardashians. But, yeah, I would probably give that one a, um, a 7 out of 10 because I actually think it's very believable. I agree with that. I'd like, obviously, in the Kardashian family, this is not the first time that something like this has happened. Obviously, every single person knows, and we've covered it on the podcast. Everybody knows about the Khloe Kardashian theory about her paternity, about her paternity not necessarily being from Robert Kardashian for OJ Simpson because Chris and OJ had an affair around that time. She looks very similar to OJ as opposed to the rest of her siblings and Rob. Um, so people are kind of saying that Rain is the Khloe Kardashian of the family at the moment. So I would say that one's about a 7 out of 10 as well. Even maybe an 8 out of 10 because, you know, that is just very likely to happen. Everything kind of lines up. But yeah, I wonder if there'll be similar episodes. Like, I always wonder how it's going to work with the Kardashian kids, if they're going to have their own TV show similar to Keeping Up With The Kardashians. Because obviously how how many are there now there's like eight kids or something it's crazy like kim has five courtney has four chloe has two um and then obviously there's two other sisters so and also there's a few on rob's side too so there's loads i wonder if they're gonna have their own tv show maybe things like this will be covered because i know in the earlier seasons of keeping up with the kardashians chloe's paternity was addressed quite heavily i know chris actually wanted chloe to get a paternity test of her own just to kind of put her mind at rest but chloe actually denied the personal the not personality test the paternity test yeah because she believed that rob was her dad anyway and it wouldn't matter what the result was and she didn't want to take the test so i wonder if we will see any more of that in future that's nice but i feel like if you actually believed it you'd still take the test because you'd be like 100 percent certain that it would be fine whereas i feel like if you had a shadow of doubt you'd probably decide not to just because like Firstly, cause a huge stir. You'd never trust your mum again because she's lied to you. Secondly, like, do you really want to be related to OJ Simpson? Do you know what I mean? Like, it's it's one of those things you'd rather just, like, not know and you'd rather it just stay conspiracy. So, yeah, I mean, I think there's a reason that she declined that because she kind of thinks it's true, to be honest. Yeah, 100% on that one. Okay. So, have you got one more? 
Um, yes, I've got one more, which is just a short one. Okay. And this one is the Mona Lisa conspiracy. Okay. So the conspiracy is that the Mona Lisa is actually a painting of a man. So the cons- conspiracy conspiracy theorists believe that Leonardo da Vinci's painting of the Mona Lisa is not a painting of a woman, but is actually a painting of his lover slash apprentice, Salai, who he did other paintings of and apparently liked to dress up as a dress up as a woman for fun in brackets i wrote sus so (laughs) yeah there's rumors to say that leonardo da vinci was actually gay and that these paintings were in fact of his friend um you know um you know dressed up as a woman that actually a man now this would kind of explain because the mona lisa if you've have you seen the mona lisa in real life I haven't seen it in real life, no, but I've literally got a photo of her in front, or him in front of me right now. <laughs> right. I've seen it in real life and it looks exactly the same. And it is weird how the eyes are like drawn um, at a 30 degree um, angle and always looks like she's looking at you. That is true for sure. It was very creepy in person. Okay. Um, but yeah, it, it does look like the facial features are very manly. Like there's nothing feminine. It's supposed to be like an ugly woman, etc. Like why would he paint that? It just like what is the meaning behind it? Another theory for the Mona Lisa as well is that apparently it's a painting of him dressed as a woman because his features are actually really similar. And people have done like different like um like they've done like red light analysts uh, analyzing of this painting or whatever of like the the way it's been drawn and things and like the features fit really well with like both um his and also his uh, secret apparent lover and apprentice Salai so there's that conspiracy I think to be fair I guess back in the day this would have been like a huge conspiracy if it was around then I don't know if it was around then or not but that would have popped off in like the 1800s or whenever this was painted but nowadays it's like who actually cares like I'm not being rude but what significance does the Mona Lisa have these days I feel like we've all come to the conclusion that it's a bit like overrated haven't we yeah I just think art in general but I'm looking at it right now I can 100% see and I've never really looked at the painting in this way it kind of looks different to what I thought it would look like I feel like I, I've looked at the painting a few times, but now I'm actually analysing the photo. I'm like, there is nothing, no offence to Mona Lisa, whoever you were. I don't know who you were, but there is nothing feminine about that face at all. And it kind of seems also, like looking at the photo here, the hair, it seems very detached from the face. It kind of looks like the hair was painted on afterwards, like they kind of made that decision later on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what an interesting theory. Like you said, that would have been massive news whenever this was painted. That's crazy. But I just, yeah, that, that one is quite believable, though. I'm going to give that one maybe like a, I, I feel like I'm rating a lot of sevens, but like, mm. I feel like that one would be like a seven. That, that could definitely happen. And I feel like if this happened back then, people aren't going to really take any notice of it because obviously it's this revolutionary piece of art. People aren't going to be analysing if it's like a man or a woman. They're just going to be taken aback by how good it is. Yeah, and I just Googled as well, and it was actually apparently painted between 1503 and 1519, so very long time ago, which I... But why? Why is it... I just don't know what the what is so popping about the Mona Lisa. Like, I don't... Like, what, why was it so popular? 
I know. When you go to the Louvre Museum, it's actually funny, and I've seen a lot of TikToks about it recently. Like, everyone's staring at the Mona Lisa, and it's this small painting. It's like, it's actually a really small painting. It's like probably, I don't even know how big it is. Like, not A4, it's a bit bigger than A4, but it's not like a big painting at all. It's quite small. Um, And behind you, you turn around, and there's like a huge, huge painting. I think it's of like the Last Supper behind you on the wall and they're incredible like I'm talking so big like the walls of the museum in the Louvre they're huge and it's literally head like it's like top of the wall to no ceiling to floor like huge huge paintings in amazing detail like just as good if not better than the Mona Lisa and it kind of like sums up society as like you're you kind of like like what you're told to like and that's what people say about like the Louvre Museum is like everyone's staring at the Mona Lisa like oh my god oh my god and they've all got their backs turned to this like most incredible painting which is like so much better than the Mona Lisa and it's just like it's a bit of a that's a conspiracy in itself I suppose or just like a reflection of society but yeah when you see it in person it's like what what's all the fuss about Oh yeah, definitely. No, that I I hundred percent can understand how it's so overrated. Mm. Um, what do I want well, to say? Apparently, it took him sixteen years to paint the to paint the Mona Lisa because he was perfectionist and constantly revisiting the painting, making small adjustments and refinements. Sixteen years. Yeah. Also, do you know what I don't understand? Right, around about this time, there were paintings of like kings and queens that were kind of of the same sort of standard. I wonder why this was so revolutionary at the time like I understand they didn't have like paintings everywhere but I suppose it wasn't uncommon at that time to have a painting the hype around this one makes it seem like it was the first good painting but I don't think it was also like give me a rough guess how much do you think the Mona Lisa is worth in 2023 oh my god or should we say 2024 but I don't think this year (laughs) Um, if I had to get, oh god, it's gonna be a significant amount. You could just buy it, like it's either priceless or it's like five billion or something. Mm. No, it is worth apparently between um eight hundred and sixty million dollars and one billion dollars. So a lot of money. I suppose Mark Zuckerberg could just like buy it. Like he could just buy it. Could he buy it from the Louvre? I don't know if it's for sale or not. I guess it's probably not. You have to pay to go in the Louvre. Yeah, you do. Oh, so, oh, they. I guess they probably wouldn't sell it, though, because imagine the amount of people that come literally for this painting just to say they've seen the Mona Lisa. They make a lot of money on it, I reckon. It's kind of like the Eiffel Tower. Like, you kind of get to Paris and you look up and you're like, oh, it's actually quite ugly. <laughs> I yeah. Like, yeah. That's kind of what it's like for the Mona Lisa, I'm imagining. Yeah, I I mean, I thought the Eiffel Tower was quite amazing, but the Mona Lisa, I wasn't really too blown away, to be honest. But I guess back, I'm I'm assuming back in 1503 or whenever it was painted, like, it was very ahead of its time and, like, very good. (laughs) It's hard to explain art, like, very good. Um, But I'm assuming that must be why it was popular. I feel like no one actually knows why it was popular. I think it's just one of those things. It's like... It's like popular films and popular music and just like art in general. Like somebody just decided one day that they liked it and everyone else just went, mm, yeah. And it's <laughs> exactly. No questioned why and like if it's actually that good. Ooh. So side note, guys, because I haven't discussed this with Mally, but we're obviously going to be speaking about this next week. And I'm not sure if you know about this, Mal, but next week on Monday is the start of Love Island All Stars. 
I am absolutely so excited for this. It starts on January the 15th. I saw it on TikTok earlier. Um, the cast has been revealed. It's like the most amazing that. cast. There's uh, Georgia Harrison. You've got Chris, oh, what was it? Chris Taylor. Yeah. He was on perhaps one of the best seasons of all time. And he was in a Barbie movie, may I add? Yeah, he's like a Margot Robbie super fan. I've seen all of those interviews. He's hilarious. Yeah. Um, there's Toby, um, who yeah. was on a few, I think it was about three years ago now, with Chloe. They obviously broke up recently. Kaz Kwame, uh, Georgia Steele, who's I'm loyal, babe. She's absolutely iconic. I love Georgia on her season. There's Anton. Anton is an absolute icon on Love Island. There's and again, so yeah, so many members of Destiny's childish in this uh in this uh, Love Island All Stars. And you know what? I wasn't even considering watching it because I'm just kind of like over Love Island at this point. But maybe for your sake, I'll watch it. Oh, you have to for the podcast sake. Whenever I go to the hairdressers, it's hilarious. Um, I speak to the hairdressers about love island if it's on and they'll say oh i'm literally just watching it because all of my clients watch it and it's just sort of something to talk about so i just feel like just for general chat reasons you need to be up to date as to what's going on on love island if you're in the uk typically um who else is on i've never heard of oh hannah elizabeth she won season one of love island and that's the only season i haven't watched um be the one dressed in like really weird bikini that looks like lingerie Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why is she dressed like that? She's dressed like she's still back in that first season. Oh, do you know why I think it is? She's dressed in like all white. It's because she got engaged in season one. Like I'm sure in the final, the guy who she finished with, like his one with, proposed to her. Oh. So it looks like she's in like wedding sort of lingerie. Um, yeah. Let's see. Jake Cornish is on it as well. I must admit, I didn't watch Jake and Liberty's. Oh my God, oh. Liberty's on it as well. This is going to go down in flames. I really don't like Jake. The way he acted on there was he's part of Destiny's Childish 100%. Like, and, and oh, I do you know yeah. what? I just don't think I'm going to enjoy this. I don't know if I, I don't know if I can bring myself to watch it. I feel like it's just a bunch of celebrities who like are kind of like drying up and they need something to do. I know they're not there for love, I know they're there for the brand deals, and I'm just not here for it. Yeah. But I'm going to eat it up anyway because I'm going to feel left out if I don't watch it. Um, and I feel like, it, for me, I love watching Love Island for the drama. And I think that this, I think these people are experienced professionals and they know what they are doing and they know how to argue and they know how to play the game. And I think that that's what's going to make it entertaining to watch for me. Yeah, I'll definitely give it a go for sure. I always switch off like a few weeks before the final though because I actually don't care when they're all in love and getting on. I just don't care. Yeah, do you know what's going to be good about this? I usually hate the first two weeks. I think it's so boring. I don't want to get to know you. I don't want to know your hobbies and interests and who you're sort of attracted to. This, I have some of my favourites of all time. So I think that'll be really interesting to watch how they interact with each other. Mm. Um, Just saw Messy Mitch is also on it from this most recent Love Island. They've been booked and busy, like Scott from the most recent Love Island. He's been on three separate Love Islands since then. Love Island USA, Love Island UK, and also Love Island The Game. So he is like on one. So I don't know what's going on this year's cast. But anyway. There's so many different remakes now. I can't keep up. Like I thought there was an All Stars the other day and Liberty was on it in America, wasn't she? Yeah. So there's a few different ones going on right now. So Love Island Australia is currently airing. Who you may recognise from that is Lucinda. If you remember Lucinda from a few years ago, she is on Love Island Australia. 
There's also Love Island The Games, which is like, you know, like the annoying challenges. Like that's what is it, that's what it is basically. Um, I don't like the challenges. They're kind of my least favourite part of Love Island. They're so boring to watch. I don't want to watch you like run around like playing a game. Unless it's like a kissing challenge, they're funny. But um, yeah, that's where all of the cast was on. And now there's another one. It does kind of feel like a cash grab. I'm just, you know, they need to get their Instagram followers up again. But mm. you know, as long as it entertains me, I'm fine with it. True, true. Well, we'll see. We'll see. If you guys are watching, then let us know over on our Instagram. Let us know who you're rooting for. Liberty, I love her. She's my girl. But um I don't know. I like Liberty, but I I don't want to see her get her heart broken. I don't want to see anywhere near her anywhere near Jake. Honestly, it's cringy. Like them two. She literally thought she was in love with him. She was like, he told me that he loved me, and the girls were all like, what? <laughs> and they were like, serious. He doesn't love you at all. You need to watch the like clips of that. It's crazy. Like people literally say straight to her face, like straight up, he doesn't love you. He's literally playing you for a mug, and he honestly was. And, excuse me, who does he think he is? Like, he was acting like he was way out of her league. He's not attractive in the slightest, in my opinion. Like, the face is not giving. Oh, it was so funny. Everybody could see that he didn't like her. Like, the public, like, bless her heart. He was just playing her. He just wanted to win. He, he, he thought he had the Love Island formula. You know, couple from day one makes it to the end. But, like, people could see through it at that point. Like, yeah. I feel like the specific Love Island formula and he thought he had it nailed. But, yeah. And then they just left. So I'm interested to see these two next week. Um, so yeah, we log yeah. on to Twitter at 9pm next Monday to see what everybody thinks about it. Amazing. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to our first episode back in 2024. We're so excited for you guys to hear this episode and let us know what your opinions are on our conspiracy theories. Um, next week's episode, we don't know what we've got planned yet, but we will obviously come up with something brilliant, of course. So... We will see you guys next Tuesday. Every episode, um, sorry, every week on a Tuesday, we'll be here unless there's any kind of, I don't know, any kind of mishaps. But we've not missed a week so far, guys. Obviously, we took a little break over Christmas, but we're back. We're ready to bring out some really good episodes for you guys. So please send us your suggestions of what you want to hear us cover. We absolutely love hearing what you guys are actually interested in listening to. And yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. And we'll see you next week. See you guys. Bye. Bye.